I really do believe that when we are in that creative mindset, whether it's journaling, sometimes especially when we're journaling actually, because I think when we're in that writing mode, that's when we're very open. Stay tuned to hear Wendy Fidan explain how creativity keeps her closer to God. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Welcome to Positively Joy. Are you living life but feel like something's missing? You've come to the right place. I'm your host, Yvette Walker, and here we discover the true meaning of joy and learn that it's not just a feeling, it's faith. Jesus says in the Gospel of John chapter 15 that we can be filled with the only joy that will complete us simply by abiding in the Father's love and doing His will. This season, we will explore finding joy by walking with God in our everyday lives. Stay with us and hear other stories as they too have walked this path of discovery. Hey friends, I'm planning my speaking calendar and I'm available for your keynotes, church events, workshops, etc. I'm excited to serve you in 2023. Today on the show, can coloring support our faith? Can writing keep us God-focused? Artist and author Wendy Fidan is a creative Christian who says yes. Wendy has found how to be attuned to the Holy Spirit through pens and paint and how to heal her mental health through writing. Here's Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Oh, my pleasure, Yvette. I love the idea of talking about Christian creatives, and I actually had another Christian creative on the show not too long ago, uh, Lakisha Hall. And she, like I think a lot of Christian creatives, are really trying to get the word out there that God God is a creator. God loves Christian creators. Do you agree? And what do you think about that? That's right. God is the great creator, isn't he? (laughs) Exactly. And my thought about that is, you know, I believe that it really is um, in he encourages us to be creative and not just uh, people like me who are professional creatives, but all, all people, I think everyone has that little creative spark inside them, which um, I think, I think that's what happens sometimes when people feel like something might be missing in their lives. You know, if they're starting to feel a little like, you know, that dull kind of feeling when you're like, I don't really feel excited about life and I'm not sure what's missing. Maybe try something creative, you know, maybe that's what's missing. And God's just giving you that little creative nudge, like, you know, uh, maybe it's time to use that creative spark in your life and uh, just just give something new a try, you know, Uh, even if it's just grabbing one of those adult coloring books. And, you know, that's, that's something that I did with my mother just this past couple of weeks we we picked up an adult coloring book and and, t- and had some coloring time together and my mom does not consider herself an artist at all and it was really cool you know she actually decided to do some watercolor painting on her 
coloring book page. So she got pretty, pretty interesting and creative with her stuff. And I just stuck to my colored pencils, (laughs) but, (laughs) but yeah, for the most part, I, as far as being a professional creative, I have noticed in a big way how God has repeatedly shown me that that he will take care of me through my creative journey if and it's it's a leap of faith it's a leap of faith but um i've really tried to keep my eye on the prize as far you know as a professional creative wanting to and having gone to art school you know i chose that path from the very beginning and uh, have decided not to stray and to just trust God through my path. And I tell you what, there are times when I've wondered, it's like, maybe I should have just been an accountant or something, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, but God keeps taking care of things. And just when things start to start, when I start to get that little doubt in there, that's when God gives me that little miracle, that little job that pops out of nowhere, or that client that's just like, wow, this is just what I needed. And all these little miracle series that have happened in my life. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. The Positively Joy podcast is a member of the Spark Media Network and can be heard on the Edify app. You know, it's pledge season on some public radio networks. We don't do that here but we can't exist without your support. Join my friend SP in becoming a Patreon monthly giver. You can give as little as $5 and receive some great benefits. Go to PositivelyJoy.com and click support. And you're referring to the fact that you're a freelance artist and you don't work for, say, a commercial art house where you have like a regular salary. And so you're referring to that trust because... Jobs come in when they come in. That's absolutely right. As a freelancer, that that's a that's a big thing. That's a lot of you know when when you're a freelance artist. Uh, I'm fortunate because my husband he has a full time art career as well, but he works for a corporation, so he gets the the health insurance for our family through there. But you know, if anything were to happen to his job, I keep telling him, you know. We can just downsize our lives and just, you know, our, instead of having a mortgage, we can have, you know, the health insurance thing. And I just believe a hundred percent that God will just continue to provide, you know, when God guides, he provides, you know, that whole, that is such a mantra in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, I used to, freelance is not what I wanted to do um, out of, when I went out of art school it is not what I wanted to do. And it's kind of funny how uh, God just puts you where he wants you to be. <laughs> uh, but but right out of, our, out of art school, I floundered for about a year. And then I landed this wonderful, great job at a corporation as a designer. And um, I was there for 10 and a half years. And... Um, I I knew that things were probably coming to a close because they were downsizing like crazy in 2008, like a lot of companies were. And um, it was it was kind of funny because I was doing everything I could to just to try to be happy where I was because my passion was really starting to fizzle where I was in that corporate job. Even though it was a creative job, I loved the job. 
but the whole corporation thing was really starting to bug me. And I think for the last five years out of that 10 and a half, I was really actually very unhappy and waiting <laughs> to get laid off. <laughs> so finally, God just gave me the old boot in the rear <laughs> and said, okay, if you're not going to leave voluntarily, then I'm going to have to shove you out the door. <laughs> so, Isn't yeah. it funny how we cling to things even when we know that it's time to go? <laughs> yes. That's absolutely true. And that was the truth with me for, I, I, it's, it's one of those things I wish I could smack myself, you know, going back in time and just like, come on, wake up. There is so much more out there and you're not trusting God. You know, I really wasn't, um, I was, I, there was a lot of fear involved. Um, so I was really glad when God gave me the, (laughs) the old boot in the rear and took charge and, and told me, look, this is not where I want you to be. (laughs) And, uh, it was a struggle for a while, but I tell you what, even through the struggle, um, you know, God just kept providing and, um, even, you know, that fear would come around, you know, once or twice a year, oh, where's the next job going to come from? But uh, I was very fortunate, you know, I was just really grateful, very grateful that, um, that God kept providing. Oh, and there's one thing I want to add is when, when I did lose that corporate job, there of course was that, that fear that did bubble up for me. Um, and I was writing, I was writing a blog entry at the time way back (laughs) and I was, I was sitting down and just writing about my, my, musings about where I was at the time and where I might be going. And I was really feeling a lot of, a lot of self-doubt and a lot of fear at that moment. And I really felt this, this voice, like almost like injected into the back of my brain. And I really believe it was God's voice actually speaking to me. And it's because of what it said. And it said, haven't I always taken care of you? (laughs) So this trust, I mean, we talk about trusting God, but trusting him with our day-to-day livelihood is probably the scariest thing. That and our health, probably the scariest thing that we can do. But I love what he told you. Yeah. I'll never forget it as long as I live is what I think the most profound thing that's ever happened to me. And it's so true. And it really, it's something I'll never forget. And I'm really glad, you know, that voice just echoes in me every day. If I do feel that doubt and fear coming across me, I I think of, you know, what I know God is saying to me every day and trying to get through to me every day, which is I'm, you know, I'm here. I, I'm, I'm taking care of you and you really need to, tr- to learn to trust me. And you really, you shouldn't have to learn to trust me. <laughs> that, that's the whole point that I feel that message was about. It's like, are you still not trusting me after all this that I've done for you already? Come on. <laughs> in, in my mind that God has a snarky voice. Yeah, he's like, he's got to be so frustrated with me. <laughs> well, I have to say you're in good company because look how many times the apostles doubted and Jesus was right there. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> That's very 
very true. Oh my gosh, I think about that sometimes. It's like, yeah, you you want to smack those apostles? Like, come on, are you serious, guys? <laughs> really? Mm. Uh, so you knew that you were not really, you know, so happy in the place where you were, and you probably needed to be, he wanted you in a different place. And so you, you know, left that job. And where did you go next? Yeah, I was, unfortunately, when I was at that corporate job, they, I was instructed from day one that it was not my job to draw because they had a whole art department uh, in that, in that company that I was supposed to give, I was supposed to basically art direct them (laughs) in the job that I had. And, um, so I, I do what I'm told. So, <laughs> so that's what I did. I, I, I basically, so I was the designer and not the artist. Um, and why I say that was unfortunate was because by the, when I got laid off, uh, there I was with no real portfolio to show other people what I was capable of doing. And there I went, you know, so however, during that whole, during all those years, there was this little tiny job that I kept going all through all of those corporate years, which was drawing caricatures for parties and events and stuff like that. So at least I did have that. Thank goodness I kept that going. And I feel like that was God's nudge taking care of me there, you know, by telling me, don't give this little thing up because that what that little thing was what kept me kept me going until I could really uh, build up my portfolio and um, start uh, start you know going after other freelance gigs and really you know establishing myself as a freelance illustrator. That it took it took a few years. It took a few years of real dedication for me to establish myself as a freelance illustrator um, because you know there was a lot of juggling. Um, but I was dedicated and, and, and once again, luckily that, that caricature business that I had going was, um, that little, uh, life preserver <laughs> that kind of kept me through, got me through all that, which is great. And now it's, it's become like a third of my income. I, I've, I'm not giving those caricatures up because I know that it's really helping me out you know, helping to pay those bills. <laughs> it's really great. <laughs> okay. So I am looking actually at your studio now. I can see your studio and you have wonderful pictures hanging all, you know, up there. And and I, I don't know if every one of them is yours, but if you can describe the kind of work that you do. All right. Yes. I actually, I do a lot of, uh, Right now, I'm really happy because now I'm doing a lot of the same work um, where I'm like, I've got this one main client that keeps me busy all the time, which is wonderful. It's such a blessing because normally as a freelancer, you are juggling four or five different clients uh, at a time and they just keep overlapping, you know, but right now it's really for the past um, handful of years, I've had this one client that's kept me busy, and uh, so yeah, I I design I I basically do illustrations that you'll see on tote bags and scarves and uh, pouches and things like this, like some of these tote bags I have behind me here. <laughs> it's just uh, I've got this kind of a cartoony style that seems to be working out really really well. 
I do this line art and then I do this digital coloring underneath. So um, it's been working out really, really well. It's a nice, fast way for me to work too. So I'm able to get things out quickly like my client really wants. Uh, I don't labor uh, on one piece of art for very long. And um, so, yeah, these, so the client that I'm working with, they, the art that I provide for them goes on, you know, shopper totes, stuff like that, that you'll find in souvenir shops all across the country, like uh, national park gift shops and zoos and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. I get to see all these places and visit all these places in my imagination and <laughs> Google all these places that I've actually never been. Uh, and I also, of course, uh, then I've, I've used that style that I've developed with, uh, with this company. And I've, I've, begun to basically use that as my style that I also use for illustrating the books that I, that I, uh, that I write because I love to write and illustrate children's books, but I also have a middle grade series and stuff. So, so yeah, I'm like really enjoying that. You know, and a lot of the Christian creatives I've met actually uh, use their talents to create something that is either faith-filled or religious. And you don't have to do that to be a Christian creative. But I wonder, I wonder what you think about this. So when I decided to become a seeker and really seek more and get into the Bible more, it was because of Bible journaling. I was raised Catholic and, you know, like no offense, but I wasn't really like in the word all the time. And so I wonder if you think, that art and you know and creative activity can help you get closer to God because I will tell you through Bible journaling it was the first time I really read the Bible as much as I have been reading. Absolutely, yeah, I really do. That that's a huge thing. I I think when when you say closer to God, that's that's a big thing. I I really do believe that when we are in that creative mindset, whether it's journaling, sometimes, especially when we're journaling, actually, because I think when we're in that writing mode, that's when we're very open, you know, because our imaginations are open. We're waiting for words to come to us. And uh, I do believe that that's when God can really speak to us clearly. I've, I remember the, the days I've really wanted to get back to journaling again. It's something that I haven't done for a while, but I, I used to journal for years. I filled up like 14 blank books with my journals. <laughs> and it was, it was funny where what would come through on the page when I, I had no idea what I was going to write about that day. And some of the most profound things would come up and I, I hated that they were in my journal. Sometimes I actually decided to uh, Xerox my journal and send, send a copy of a couple pages to my mom just because I was so proud of what I'd written and, and so, or so amazed by what actually came through. It felt, just felt so divinely led, you know? And I, I think just creating in general, uh, whether it is journaling uh, or even fiction writing, like some of the stuff I do or creating, um, or just even once again, actually even, even coloring in those adult coloring books, um, because your mind is, it's just in that different zone, you know, where you're, you're open, you're just more open. 
And when you're in your daily life and you've got all this stuff going on, you're, you're normally, there's just too much activity in our brains. And that really clogs us, I think, from hearing God clearly in our lives. We've got all these stresses, all these worries, all these thoughts that just cloud um, and, and muffle God's voice. And it, it really does, I think, prohibit him from getting through to us like he really wants to. Um, so I'm huge believer in how if, if you're, if you can even do something as simple as coloring in a coloring book, I think that even that is just enough to just quiet yourself. Just, it, it just helps quiet the mind and get, get back to that, that, um, that peace of mind, that real peace, P-E-A-C-E of mind so that God actually can finally reach us the way he wants to. Um, so yeah, journaling, I think is, I really do think that's the best way. And Bible journaling, I can imagine is like the perfect, <laughs> the perfect solution there. If you're really wanting to have more connection to God, that's definitely something to give a try for sure. A lot of, I shouldn't say a lot of, but I know there have been cases where, you know, really sensitive creatives um, sometimes will suffer from, and I'm not sure exactly why it's hard for me to describe, but will suffer from perhaps anxiety or depression. I think maybe it's because they're such sensitive souls and, and I could be describing it wrong, but I know that's something you suffered. Can you tell us a little bit about that time in your life? Oh, Yes. That's uh, that's something I wanted to talk to you about as well because uh, that uh, I ended up doing this little um, this little kind of like a little pamphlet kind of thing for myself to just kind of record my my journey out of that pit which I call it um, and for the longest time I thought I really want to find a way to write about this. Um, to, to share that journey. And, and the biggest part of that journey for me, uh, when I was in my darkest place, you know, I was, you know, I was, um, this is back when I've, I've come to that dark place, that pit, as I call it twice in my life, once in 2019 and once long ago when I was a teenager, uh, when I was around 16 years old, um, and it was really, it was at that point where I call it the pit because there are levels of that pit of darkness when you just, if you're so far down, you, you can't, sometimes you're so far down in that pit, you can't even see the light of God up there. You're just so f- surrounded by the darkness and it's just all you feel. Um, and you're so vulnerable to, to these dark thoughts and these dark feelings. And, um, it's so hard to get out of that place. I think one, the, the, I don't, I'm not sure how this happened. Like if someone said something to me or if it's just one of those God moments and he just spoke to my heart, but finally the thought came to me when I was a teenager was if I am so worthless then why is the devil trying so hard to get me? (laughs) That I think was really what turned things around for me when I was a teenager. And, and it still was something that, you know, I, 
you know, if I'm in that dark place, I do think that because I, that's how I felt. I felt like I was just being that. I think that that's what turned it around for me because then I felt like I had something to fight against instead of I'm depressed. I'm so depressed. I'm in this pit. I'm helpless. I'm hopeless. I'm worthless. Um, and just knowing that just really having that belief that, you know, I know God's up there, but why can't I (laughs) find him? Why can't I get to him? And, um, I really did feel like this was what was going on. Just knowing that if the devil really wanted to, (laughs) was trying so hard to get to me because he was doing a really good job. I thought I must have some worth then there must be something inside me that God really wants to do something with, because why else would the devil be working so hard to get me right now? Um, I think that's what really got to me. And, um, and when I was, uh, and in 2019, when I was in that place again, I think what really got me through that, that situation was um, a book that I was in the process of writing called somewhere in between. And I was, I was, um, I was writing finally in a fictional way about my depression. Um, but it was, you know, the, the stories about, uh, a boy who's 14 years old, who, who, you know, is moved into the afterlife and he, um, he ends up, um, seeing in, because he is in that uh, that place where we don't see all those things, he is able to see this battle that's going on in the background between uh, light and darkness with demons trying to get people and feeding on their vulnerability, on their, you know, when they're in their vulnerable moments, that's when they attack. <laughs> and that was that was my way of using that, um, creatively working with, through that, um, really speaking that out and trying to get through to other people, what was in my head, you know, what, what is happening, uh, when you're going through depression, um, it's not just a feeling, um, what if, <laughs> what if it's not just a feeling, what if you could think about it this way, that you are being attacked and you have to do something to fight against that. Um, and it's because you are in this dark place that it's easier for them to get to you. Um, so that's something I really wanted to play with and, and write about in, in my book. Uh, so I was really happy I was able to do that. And to be honest, uh, that, um, that process of writing through that got me out of that, that depression because um, there was this one point where I was, I was in such a dark place. I was ready to say goodbye and thank goodness. I can't believe it, but the one thought that got me through that, and I hate to say it because I have children, (laughs) Uh, but what got me through that was, knowing that I had to finish the book. <laughs> I mean, that's, I can't believe that. I mean, with all the other wonderful things that I had to live for, that was the one thing 
that got me that got me out of that moment you know gave me a reason to live it's like i have to finish the, i have to finish writing this book because my message that i wanted to get out there was so important to me uh to write about to get out in the world um i i had to finish it i had to make sure that that was completed so that was thank goodness the uh excuse that god gave me <laughs> to uh to keep uh to keep moving on <laughs> you know yeah Wow. Um, and is that, is that somewhere in between? Yes. Yes. That was somewhere in between. That was book one. And then, uh, I wrote a second book a couple years later, which, <laughs> which is called fighting the darkness, <laughs> which is not a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. So this is fiction you're writing. Have you thought about writing some, or, or writing, writing about this process that these books help you get through, or maybe even have workshops to help other people use the creativity in this way? That's an excellent idea. And I think that's something I really should think more about. I, I, I've been, um, because I think the reason why I decided to do it uh, by writing fiction was I thought about writing a uh, writing about my journey, you know, as a nonfiction book, but that was almost too painful. I think I couldn't figure out how to do it without going back into that place too too much. I didn't want to go back there. So that that actually is a really great idea. That's something I should probably think about: is how one can do a workshop on how can one. Um, so thank you. <laughs> yeah. How, how can one, how one can use fiction to deal with these issues instead of going back there a hundred percent and writing your true story, um, going at it a different way sideways so that you're, you're not visiting that place a hundred percent, but you're still sharing what you've learned from that experience through some fictional characters um, and telling your story in, in a different way. That's it. Thank you. Can I, yeah, <laughs> I think I'm going to probably, I like that idea. I think I'm going to steal that and do that. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> uh, I, and I, I, I hope you do it and, and I hope that works out. So I'd like to ask you, you know, you are a creative person. You are a writer and I like to ask people on the show uh, what their favorite either quote or scripture verses that you are standing on, either in this season or in past seasons. Oh, yes. Oh, well, I think uh, the there is this common phrase that is in the Bible in many different ways, which is be not afraid. Um, I, 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 I don't know how many verses there are in the Bible that say that, <laughs> but, um, um, but yeah, at the moment I'm having trouble remembering a, an entire like <laughs> lengthy verse. I know there are a couple that I, um, that I really love, but I, I think like the, the biggest one for me that I think that, uh, without remembering a, without having a completely, you know, um, uh, chapter this verse this <laughs> kind of phrase be not afraid i know is a message that is in the bible quite a lot and that's something i really cling to 
every day because I do believe that when you have when you have faith, when you truly have faith, um, then there's no reason to be afraid. So if I am feeling, because I'm someone, I yeah, I'm someone who deals with anxiety and depression. I know that's some part of who I am. Uh, I take medication for my anxiety to keep it under control. Um, I do wish I started it earlier in my life because um, it it did a toll on me, anxiety. But um, so because of that, I think also that do be not afraid message that is constantly in the Bible um, speaks to me in a big way because uh, I I just like to think that I'm like, you know, if I'm feeling anxious about things, if I'm feeling worried, I'm not trusting God. And that to me is a check-in that I really need to pay attention to. Yeah. So one reason I wanted to have you on the show this season, we are talking about how to actually have God with us in our everyday life, you know, and you certainly just your, the the gifts that he has given you, the creativity that you express. Um, But I want to ask you, so if someone were to ask you, well, how can I do that? Or, you know, yeah, I really, I want to walk with him. I want to be open to him every day um, and really have a daily relationship with him. How can I do that? Or how do you do that? What would you say? I think one way to do that, if you're, if you're wanting to try a little bit of creativity, one thing that is, uh, that some people do is do something called morning pages and uh, morning pages is something that was introduced by an author named Julia Cameron uh, in a book called The Artist's Way. And she, the way she introduces it is, and she calls it more of a brain drain kind of thing. Um, and it's not supposed to be an actual journal, but I don't necessarily like doing that. <laughs> like to me, if I'm going to take the time to write something, I want to write something, you know, I'm not just going to write like blah, 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 blah. (laughs) I'd like to, I'd like to actually use that journal time to connect with God and, and to, to finally say, okay, this is my time with you, God, this is my time to listen. What do you want to say to me right now? Um, It's something you could try in your journal, just first thing in the morning to kind of start your day. Um, and it could be, it, it could be just opening the page and trying out, you know, trying out the journaling experience to see just basically before you start writings, just say a little prayer and say, um, God, this is what I'm thinking about today. What can you, you know, I'm just going to start writing about what I'm concerned about today or what I'm thinking about. And you know, just God, just, I, I, I invite you to speak to me. I'm listening and, um, just, just listen to what he has to say. It might not come through in your writing, but at least, um, having that moment to, to try to connect will be enough to, to let God in and, um, con- connection is so easy when you just allow it to happen and to get rid of, just to, I think, you know, that, that time alone with God like that is really helpful. And if you really, if you, um, if you're someone who really loves to, you could even do it with, with a Bible verse, you know, open up your Bible and 
you know, just see, you know, look at a verse that that opens up or you go to your daily devotional, uh, which a lot of people do. Uh, open your daily devotional, do that, and and write a little bit about that and, and have it just a dialogue with God on the page and 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 see what what he has what uh, or just write about what that daily devotional is is telling you today to so that you're not just reading the daily devotional, but you're actually spending a little bit of time writing about it. Um, that would be a wonderful way to just have that have that extra little connection, a little creative time just to see what happens. Try it out for a week and and see what comes through. Thank you so much. That is such a great idea. Uh, I, you know, I've had some morning inspiration time myself, but probably not as structured as it should be. So that's a really great idea. Thank you. Um, I'd love for people to be able to find you. So tell us your your website address and all your social media. All right. Thank you so much about that, Yvette. I my website is is my business is called Create Away Design and Publishing. So my website is cawpublishing.com. That's cawpublishing.com. So that's an easy way to find me. I've got all my books on there and books that I've illustrated for other people. So please come and visit me there. I'd really love to have you. And if you want to send, I'd love to hear from you as well. I have a contact page there. So you can also email me through that contact page if you have uh, anything you want to share with me. I'm very, uh, I'd be glad to hear from you. So thank you for that. And I'm also on Facebook, Wendy Fadan. Wendy, thank you so much for sharing with us today your story and how art helped you and maybe even could help, you know, other people. We really appreciate that. Thank you so much. What a pleasure. This has been a joy. (laughs) Yvette, thank you so much for this experience. It's been wonderful talking with you, having this conversation. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Positively Joy. Please leave us a review and a ranking wherever you are listening. Special thanks to music composer Morel Sanders and to editor Susan Marie. For more podcasts, go to thejam.online to listen to Journalists Advancing Ministry about journalists who have left media for the ministry. And go to amazon.com to read Whispering in His Ear, my book of devotions that include life lessons, prayers, and journal writing, along with multimedia songs and spoken word. For Positively Joy t-shirts and other merch, go to PositivelyJoy.com and click shop. 